Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen.
was away for a long he could have he could have been around two weeks ago he could have been around last week he could have missed today and be around next week but God has worked it in such a way that after he has been gone after he has gone for a long time today we get to celebrate his return we get to celebrate his birthday and for us, it is also Father's Day. 
That's why I'm surprised that you are not excited. You know? If you are certain, I want you to stand to your feet. If you are certain, I want you to stand to your feet. The reason why you cannot be here and not understand what God is doing for you is that who your father is determines to a large extent the life you will ever have. It's fantastic that David will have the opportunity to be with King Saul after he had killed Goliath and you would think that Saul would be so impressed but was only interested in whose son he was. What is the name of your father? Because there are things that ordinary people can't do. You must have a certain type of father to be able to do certain things. And I'm excited that you know the father God has given us To some, <laughs> you know, to some, he's a doctor. <laughs> to some, he's a lecturer. He's many things to many people. But we here in this building, we are excited that he's our shepherd, he's our pastor, he's our covering, he's our joy. He's very precious to us. That is why church this morning I want you to lift the roof with the sound of your voice because right back in the Ayesu River estate we are receiving our father we are receiving our shepherd we are receiving our, our, our covering and I'm excited that you are excited because this is the first sermon he's preaching since he has been back and you are blessed to be the first audience. I want us with joy to welcome to our international stage our own pastor, our father, our bishop, Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh, go and your son can be louder. Oh, it's a blessing to have you back.
Hallelujah. 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 Praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be in church today? very happy to be here. And um, I am very happy to see all of you. I was happy to see um, my dancing star, what's her name? Portia, Portia, Portia. And uh, I didn't know our church could be so nice. Everything is nice. And uh, let's also appreciate the choir and the dancing stars. I'm bringing you greetings from Madagascar. I'm bringing you greetings from Libreville, Gabon. And I'm bringing you greetings from the Healing Jesus campaign. And I believe that God, I, I really believe it, that God has blessed us with a very beautiful church. And I'm also very happy that today I get to inform you that we are going to build a brand new and a different church here. Yeah. A lot of things are going to change. And the biggest change that will take place in our beautiful church is your life. Your life is going to change. Your life is going to change. And um, God is going to change your life by getting you to join to build this church. Yes. In a few weeks, we are going to start two services. We'll have church 
first service, 7.30 to 10.30. And then I preach from 11 o'clock to 2. So some of you here are going to join the second service. And I will determine who comes for first service and who comes for second service. Yeah. And in these two services, you are going to be one of the major leaders in the church. Is there anybody here who believes that your life must change? Is there anybody here who believes that your life? How many of you believe that your life must remain the way it is? No change. Is there anybody here who wants God to change his life or her life? How many of you want to help to build this new church? It's a new church, but we are even going to make it a newer church. Is there anybody here who wants to be a shepherd in the new church? How many of you like the 11 o'clock church? How many of you like the 7 o'clock church? You are lying. You are lying. How many of you want to be trained to become shepherds? So that your life will change. No. If you are a Basenta leader already, put your hand down. If you are a pastor already, put your hand down. How many of you who are doing nothing in the church want to be trained to serve God so that your life can change? Let me see your hand. You are not a Basenta leader. You are not a shepherd, but you want to be trained. You want to be trained. Lift your hand. Let me see your hand. You want me to train you. Lift your hand well. Let me see. No, don't tell anyone to lift the handle. Leave people to lift their hand. Now, if your hand is up, come, come to the front here. I want to see you well. You want to be trained to be a shepherd. No, here, here, line up here. You want to be trained. How many of you want your life to, be, to, to change? You are a dancing star, but you want to be a shepherd and have members and preach to them. Really. Do you also want to be a shepherd and have members? Really. You want to be a shepherd. Okay.
on Wednesday, I am going to Mampon to train you. How many of you can come with me to Mampong to be trained? We'll be there on Wednesday, Thursday, and leave on Friday. Lift your hand. Let me see. Okay. Those of you whose hands are lifted up and can go to Mampong with me, come and stand on the stage and in front here. Move and come to the front. Yes, it's okay. The rest of you, yes, just stand Separate yourself. Those who can come to Mampong with me. Let me see those who can't. So the rest of you cannot come to Mampong on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can't you are working. Okay. You also work. You work. You are in school. Are you not on vacation? But the university. Which school is this? SHS. But I thought schools were on vacation. Oh, SHSs are not on vacation. Okay. So, I want you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, so when can I take you to Mampon? When will you be ready to go to Mampo? Saturday. 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 Okay. We'll plan a Saturday. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. What do you work, Portia? OEB. Eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15. So 15 of you um, after church, I want you to have a meeting with Lady Pastor Wendy. LP Wendy, please come. So please, no, uh, when we close, please, it's very important. I need your name I, you know, Lady Pastor Wendy, please get some people to come and help to take their names. I want 10 shepherds to come and take the names of my Mampong, Wednesday Mampong group. Sorry, these are 47. Beautiful. 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 Why are they? Quickly take the names. The name and the number. Those who are in school and cannot go to Mampon, come back. Who are those you know who are in school? Benjamin, you are in school, not so. Esi, hurry up, hurry up. Please, those of you in this group, I'm very interested in you here. 
here. Their number, the name. So when your name is written down, you go and sit down. When your name is written, you go and sit down. Please don't mix the two groups. I have my mom on Wednesday group and then the Saturday group. If you took the names of the Saturday group, please don't move them to Mampon. Now, the, the leader of the, um, the Saturday group is Lady Pastor Wendy, so please come and get the names from them. If you took names for the Saturday people, come and see her. And the leader of the camp is Florence. So please get the names of the camp people. Collate them. And get the Saturday also from Lady Pastor Wendy and let's start work. God is going to change your life. Oh, I said God is going to change your life. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, today, I want to preach a very, very short message. And, um, I'm going to Oyibi to go and preach there. I'm not preaching there. I'm just attending the service. But next week or from next week or next week, I'll not be going there on Sundays. Sundays we are here. you to bow your heads with me and let's pray. Father, I pray that you grant us the spirit to receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, today, I want to preach about God's purpose for your life. God's purpose for your life. And I'm preaching for a very short time. So I need you to listen very carefully. You know, as you sit here, Maybe you don't know yourself. So I want to help you to know yourself. You are not you are not somebody God doesn't know. That's the first big thing. So I'm saying some big, big things and then we'll pray. Yes. The real message 
will come next week. But the first big thing I want to say to everyone, look at my face very well. Sir, are you in the service? Okay, please usher him out. I don't think he's interested in what is going on. Right. Are you okay, sir? Or somebody is disturbing you? You're okay. Because we, do, we don't want to disturb you. You are, you're okay. Okay. So, the first big thing I want to say to everyone is that you are not somebody God doesn't know. It's like you are, you are a faceless, nameless, unknown person among 20 billion things. No. God knows about you. I'm talking today about the purpose for your life. God knows about you, number one. And some of you may not know that God knows about you. That's why I'm telling you that. He is aware of you. Jesus said, not even one hair. Yes, I can use this one because the rest are not real. Not even one hair. Yes. Sitting on your head falls down without the heavenly father knowing that one hair has fallen about you. Not even one hair. Yes. On your head falls down without God knowing Sometimes, because of the problems we have and the issues in our lives, we tend to think that God isn't aware of us. God doesn't know. Like God doesn't even care. But this morning, I'm telling you that God knows about you. So when God came down to live among men, like in the form of Jesus, one man was very surprised when Jesus mentioned his name. Because he had gone to a place where there were a lot of people. You see, I'm trying to tell you that. You are not some unknown entity, some useless somebody around. Like It's like when you die, nothing happens. When you are alive, we don't care. No. As the large crowd gathered, one man who wanted to see Jesus well climbed to a tree, to the top of a tree, to see Jesus well. He couldn't believe it that Jesus mentioned his name. He said, Zacchaeus, come down. So that's the first thing I'm talking about. It's a foundation. He's aware. He's so much aware of you that 
he's even aware of the number of hairs on your head. That when you comb your hair and one hair drops, it is registered on a computer in heaven. That a fear mansa has lost one hair, one strand of hair. Number two. Number two. You are receiving investments. God is doing things. In your life. He is doing things for you. He is ensuring that nothing that must come to you is prevented from coming to you. He's doing things for you. He's, he, he made sure that you woke up this morning. Those he wanted to kill, they are dead. Yes. And many of you don't know the things that want to kill you. From your house to church this morning, the story of your life could have been different. From your house. Even if you live here in this uncompleted house, this behind the wall, leaving your house and entering the gates, could have, anything could have happened to you. But God sent angels to block every plan of the devil for you. Which brings me to the third point that as you sit here it is not only God who is interested in you. The devil is also interested in you. But what is happening is that God is constantly blocking the devil's attempts. He is prevent he is very interested in you. To do what with you? To marry you? To let fire come from your mouth? No. Satan is interested in you because he wants to do only three things. To steal from you. To kill you. And to destroy you. So one day he actually went to God to negotiate with God like I'm interested in Job. Give him to me. And it's not only Job that he's interested in. God is interested, uh, Satan is interested in your job. He has made several attempts to get you to be jobless. If you have a job this morning, it means that God blocked all the attempts Satan was making. He's always around. Always around. I'm, I'm talking to you this morning about your purpose. So as you are here, 
you may not have a thousand cities you may not have a car but every minute of your life is a product of an interaction between God and the devil constantly 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 some of you sitting here the devil's plan is to make you a mental patient but God has given you a right mind you think well you think properly so what you may not know you see one boy left his father's house I don't know the details whether he insulted him or whatever but the end let me just shorten it because I need to end the message he, he left his father's house and went somewhere he went to live with somebody and through that person that person he went to live he got a job and was earning money he earned the money for a couple of years two three years and used the money to live to do to to marry rent a house and so on what he didn't know was that the father his father he had left was tracking his movement. So when he went to that place to live there, the father sent someone to talk to the person he was living with and arranged with him. The father himself got a job for the boy. Yes, the father, he got a job for the boy. And used some means, it's a long story, some means to get the boy to work. Now, the salary the boy was earning was not from the company. It was the father who was constantly sending monthly salary. So as he was there thinking that he was working and earning money, what he didn't know was that his father was actually the one paying him over there. And some of you don't know that that for all the years you were not interested in God, he was still paying you life and health and strength and, and blessings and because he's interested in you. It was at the wedding. He was marrying his wife, and the father came for the wedding. First of all, he was surprised that the father knew that he was he was marrying because the father never spoke to him. He never said anything. The father came for the wedding. What he didn't know was that just some three, four months before the wedding, suddenly this boy's boss calls him and tells him that he's he has seen that he's working well. So he's giving him a bonus and heaps some $10,000 because he was getting ready to marry. So what he didn't know was that the suit he was wearing, the, the 
the Fanta he was drinking at the, at the wedding, all the money was actually direct remittances from the father. At the right time, the father told the boss to now tell him. The guy couldn't continue anymore. He, he left that life and came back to his father's house with his wife and two children. Because he realized that he had made a fool of himself. That everything he had was actually from his father. Can you see that eventually you have come to church? Yeah. Because even when you were in the nightclub, God was the one sponsoring your life. Yes. So, let's end the message. Why are you sitting here? You are sitting here because there is nothing like endless investments. It's now time for God to come to your life to get some fruits from me. It's now time. So you are alive today because God has given you an opportunity to bear fruit. Why are you supposed to bear fruit? Because you have received investment you see, I'm preaching from this book, Fruitfulness. And the first page, Bishop says, to be fruitful means to be full of fruits and products worthy of all the investments that have been made in you. Anybody who receives investments should have in mind that a day comes that God wants to see. He wants to see. He wants to see. What can he get from you? What can he get from you? So there were times Jesus would go to a tree looking for fruit. He, he doesn't find any fruit. And he curses the tree. Yeah. In John chapter 15 verse 16. And this is the last verse. In John chapter 15 verse 16. Jesus says, and I need you to listen to this as I end. You have not chosen me. Which is consistent with everything I've said earlier. He, he actually organized you. You see, all the bad things you've done, 
all the life you have lived is part of God's plan. It's part of God's plan. Your good experiences, your bad experiences, are all, God will use it To make your life a great life. Nobody chose God. And nobody chooses God. You normally we say, I gave my life to Christ 40 years ago. I gave my life to Christ last two weeks. She gave her life to, when did you give your life to Christ? Nobody gives his life to Christ. But we've said it, ah, so we all say it. But there is nothing like you gave your life to Christ. He pointed. You know, I was in, which country was this? I've forgotten where. Other Singapore or Sri Lanka. No, not Sri Lanka. I've forgotten the country. It's, it's an Asian country. But I hear there's been some in Ghana now where you go to a restaurant and then there's an aquarium. And you point to the fish. Yes. Point and kill. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I forgot. I think it's Singapore. There's some in your area also. In Ghana here. Madina. So God pointed at you and said, this one, bring her to me. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. You are here after smoking weed, after sleeping with a thousand girls, after destroying your life. God said, I want to now bring him after he has impregnated four girls. Now come. Yes, because what you don't know is that you are a product of experiences. God takes you through things and the experiences make you a type of person God wants to use for a particular purpose. In fact, I read recently somebody who said that don't disappoint God because you are the only one who can be you. So don't disappoint God. You are the only one. There's nobody on earth who can be you. There's nobody on earth like me. There's nobody on earth like me. I'm unique. Not just with my thumbprint, but the experiences I've had over the years as a child. How my mother brought me up. The problems, the issues, all of them. You, are, you will never be like me. Never. Today, I'm saying to you that as you have ended up in the church now, it is time for you to know that God brought you here so that he sees fruits in you. And this message I'm preaching is a series. 
When I say fruits, I'm going to explain to you what fruits are. But time. I'm not just talking about souls, winning souls. No, that's at the bottom of the list. Even having a Bible is a fruit. Reading your Bible every day is a fruit. Breaking up with that girl is a fruit. It's a fruit. Many of you sitting here, even your phone is not bearing good fruit. The pornography on the phone it's a disappointment because, because you are in a church. You are hearing messages. You are, among, you are among people whose influence should have by this time taken you away from a certain life. It's an investment. Like the brother who is sitting by the uh, machine, I don't know what it's called, whether it's sound or whatever. You know, you may think that somebody has hired you to come here. What you don't know is that you have an opportunity to hear something. It's for, and God will, will <laughs> he will require from you the fruit from what you are hearing. Why are you not sitting at a party or an engagement or, 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 or a funeral this Sunday morning? There are funerals and there are programs. There are many things somebody could have hired you to go and be a whatever it is. Why did you come to sit in a church to do music, to do sound? And many of you sitting here, the final thing I want to say is that God cuts people off. Yeah. Once he invests and he sees that it's been two years old. You can't even have a Bible. It's been two years. I mean, it, 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 it's, been, it's been one and a half months since he brought you to church. You have not yet started reading your Bible every day. That he gives you one more month. I'm, I'm going to show you all of it. Yeah. He gives you one more month. Some of you, he has given you one year. He was about to destroy you. He said, okay, let's give him another year. That he comes very angry that he still not see. That, that by this time, you're not a shepherd. Then he gives you another year. And he still sees that you are not whatever. Then he removes you. He cuts you. He said the axe is laid. Look at the root of the tree. And the tree that doesn't bear good fruit. And listen to me. This message I'm preaching is not about soul winning. Or having a basenta with members. What's your name, my dear? Mavis. Perfect. Look at such a name. When I say bear fruit, yeah, oh yes, I know. 
You bear fruit after your kind. There's a fruit bearing where you now also have members. You've won a soul. But that's, that's, that's not my concern. My concern is for soul winning. I'm not preaching this to get you to build a basenta or to build a home cell or to start a church. No. Many of you don't know that even the reason why you can't win a soul, you can't build a basenta is that you are, you are actually a very corrupt tree. Matthew chapter 12, verse 33. Matthew 12, 33. I said this one was my last. He said, either make the tree good and then the fruits will be good. We spend our time. Look, if I try to preach to you and get you to go and win a soul and bring people to church and bash people, I am actually manufacturing fruits. Nobody manufactures fruit. If the tree is a certain type of tree, it will bear the fruit on itself. On its own. Nobody told me to come here. I had a church somewhere. Nobody has sacked me from the church I was pastoring. I've not received a text message from anybody asking me to go to that side and start a church. I am a certain type of tree. So if I, if I really want you to even win souls and be a pastor and be a shepherd, like this camp I'm having, I'm not going to teach them how to start a center. We are going to the camp to make trees good. You don't, look, there's no sense in forcing a pornography addict, fornicator, a thief, to bash people to church. There are certain plants. You see them, they are there. They, they've got a stem, they've got leaves, they are alive, they photosynthesize, they are plants, but they are called ephemerals. They don't last. They don't last. I got born again 40 years ago. I'm still standing here by the grace of God because I am not an ephemeral. I I, I was made into a type of tree. So the fruits I'm bearing, the fruits I am bearing, nobody is on me with a gun. There's nobody telling me that I I, I shouldn't sleep with you. Don't sleep with Alice. Don't, don't send that text. Don't ask the girl to show her private part to you. There's nobody totally believing me. I am a type of person. I'm a type of person. But you can watch pornography and you are okay. You finish pornography and you come and type verses. Because you are a type of tree. A type of tree. So, and, and that is religion. Religion makes it the do's and don'ts. 
do's and don'ts. Don't go near this girl. Don't go to that place. Don't go. In fact, the law, Paul said, he got to like sin because of the law. Because as we are here, if you tell somebody, don't look into that bag, you have actually drawn his attention to the bag. I mean, what is it that you didn't see? Be careful in your relationship with girls. Really? What is in that relationship? Is there something special about girls? So I'll be careful. When I see him, I'm careful. When I see him, I'm careful. When I see I'm careful. But one day I'll just say, oh, let me see what is inside. But when the spirit of God is in you, a properly born again person. We are sitting here today. A lot of you here were brought to church by people who are not Christians. Some of you were brought on a bus. The person who paid for the bus has not read her Bible in one week. And all these are ephemerals. They are there. Soon they are not there. A lot of these dancing stars are ephemerals. See, I'm dancing, dancing, dancing. Soon, they are not there. Ah, why is Isabella? Oh, she left church long ago. Oh, really? Why? Because she was not real. Many of you are struggling to bear fruit. And you are in a church where because we are always built, like I'm... I'm going to start a second service. It's human beings who will fill themselves. So you may think that, that, that like when you say fruits, it means that bring souls. No, no, no. Souls are not the only fruit a Christian must bear. Even loyalty is a fruit. Faithfulness is a fruit. Faith is a fruit. Why would Christ say, I never knew you? How many of you want to waste your time in the church? To heal the sick, prophesy, sing in the church, and at the right time, when you are standing before God, you say, I never knew you. So you see that it's not prophesying that makes God know you. It's not healing the sick that makes God know you. 
It's not bashing people to church that makes God know you. It's the life. The life you will live. I mean, you are sitting here, even the first fruit of even having a Bible. You have a Bible. It's like you don't read anything about God. I mean, you are just, you are just like an animal living around that. Then on Sunday, you, you, somebody ties a rope around your neck and bring, let me tell you, if you become a certain type of person, nobody will bring you to church. You will come to church yourself. The fact that somebody has to call you on Saturday to make sure to find out whether you can come to church because that's how we are going to build the church. There will be pre-event preparations. The fact that somebody has to call you. Do you think this morning Bishop called me that Pastor Edwin, go and preach. No. <laughs> but some of you, somebody has to call you. Have you read your Bible? Share your quiet time with me. It's all because you are a corrupt tree that somebody is trying to put plastic fruits on. It's plastic. It's not real oranges. Your prayer life is a fruit. Your prayer life is a fruit. Your quiet time life is a fruit. It's called the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. The fruit of the spirit. Love. Joy. You come to church as if you are coming to a slaughterhouse. No joy. Peace. Long suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. Temperance. We'll discuss all this. Then the, the part that blows me up is the next verse. Against that there's no law. 25. 24. The next verse. And they, this is also a fruit. And they that are Christ's, it's a fruit, have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Dealing with lust is a fruit. Yes. That I used to fornicate with this girl, but now I've stopped it. It means that a new fruit has come to hang on my tree. Just by stopping the fornication with her, a fruit has come to hang on my tree. Just by deleting all those websites and not watching the, and rather watching Daggy Ward Mills videos, getting a come to sow, a fruit, a new, this, this season we are in. You are going to be a different person. God is going to change you. And make your life 
the real life God himself intended for you to live. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. I want you to pray for yourself that you will bear fruit. You will bear fruit. You will bear fruit. I mean, what life are you living that shows that you are a Christian? You are a corrupt tree. 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 As soon as you leave church, your life is different. You are a crook. Inflating figures. Stealing. Lying. You liar. Just lie. You can't live a straight life. Lift your hands, everyone. And pray. I want to bear fruit. It's a type of Christian who wins souls. God never uses members you have as a as 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 an indication of your spirituality what are you talking about so today we have all types of people once you have members once you have a crowd following you whether you are a crook you are a liar adulterer fornicator and you see that the tree itself is not a good tree and we have we have manufactured fruits and hang them on a fruit on a tree lift your two hands and you do it and do it and do it members i've got members that's my soul this is my member and one day we can't find you you are going to impregnate four girls you are now been arrested you are because you are you are not a good tree not a good tree spend your time rather making your tree good spend your time making the tree good Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful to you. We say, let your will be done in our lives. Thank you for this season. Every head bowed, every eye closed, if you are here today. You see, the first fruit is to be saved. To be in Christ. Not in church. Being in church is not the first fruit. No, no, no. Second Corinthians 5.17 if, therefore, if any man is in Christ, 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 then we are starting the work. So you came to church this morning 
to find your way into Christ. The real destination is not church. The real destination is Christ. And if you are here this morning and you want to enter into Christ, you want to be known by Jesus, you want to live the life of a Christian, you want to be a Christian, you want to be born again and start right. Pastor, pray for me. I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. I see all the hands. Lift it, lift it, lift it. Lift, 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 lift. Lift, 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 lift. Lift, lift your hands. Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. I want to know Jesus. That's the first fruit. You can be in church for a thousand years. When you go and stand in a garage, you don't become a Mercedes Benz. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus directly and practically. Yes, and if your hand is up, I want you to come to the front here. Come to me here. Come. Come, 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 come. Come, come. So you see, when a pastor or a leader, or whatever, brings a person to church, you've not done much. Because that's not the first fruit. So you see, many of you standing here, you can, you can recollect how many people you've brought to church who today are not in church. In the few months we've been here. Because your, your, your vision must not be to bring someone to church, but to bring someone to Christ. And when the person is in Christ, church will be a foot. That just, it just he, he will call you that he's ready. Where are you? Because the fire of the Holy Ghost is burning in you. No talking. Don't push anyone to come to the Lord. Are you, are you, are you proper Christians yourself? Salvation is, a, is, is, is an outpouring of something that goes on in a person's heart. Once you are doing what you are doing, you yourself, you are, you are a fake pastor. You're not a real pastor. You're not a real pastor. So you, you force the person to come to the front, and then what? The person's name is added to your list as a soul and so on. It's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all bogus. And that's what we spend our lives doing. Forcing people to become pastors, forcing to people to become this, forcing people to go and win a soul. Look, let me tell you that if if you are a proper Christian, nobody will tell you. Nobody will tell you. Oh yes, we have programs that this this month we are all winning souls. That's all. Let's stop the artificial. It is called hypocrisy. 
is artificial. People with the title pastor, lady pastor, on their chest is a title they have. Some of them in this church are not even born again Christians in this lighthouse we are in. You see bishops who are not born again. Who when they are angry will quote Bob Marley instead of the Bible. want to join them you want to surrender your life to Jesus come if you don't want to surrender be there I'm waiting now if you want to surrender your life to Christ I'm about to pray And say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your word which has come to me. Nobody is forcing me. I am personally surrendering my life. I'm giving my life over to Jesus. Oh God, please receive me. Please help me. Help me to walk with you. Help me to serve you. Help me to love you. Help me to serve you all the days of my life. I thank you. I am dirty. I have sinned. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Make me clean. Make me pure. In Jesus' name. Say, I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm starting all over again to know Jesus. Amen. Amen. want you to see a pastor there. She says, follow me. I, I don't know where she's leading you to. Whether she's going to lead you to a tent or going to lead you to church or going to lead you to Jesus. I don't know whether she has any interest in whether you have a Bible, whether you pray. I wonder how many of the souls you have sat down with to teach them about quiet time. Me and you, you sit down. Your Bible is here, mine is here. There's a devotional here. How many have you done? How many have you sat down with to teach them to have quiet time? My Bible is here. Your Bible is here. Devotional is here. How many? You are carrying follow me like a cross. When I say we are starting a new church, 
may not last him. And I mean you. You may not last him. Enough of manufacturing plastic fruits and hanging them on trees. It's time to make trees good. Make trees good. Then the fruits will be good. husband saw his wife looking into his phone and checking some texts and he told his wife that if I want to sleep with a girl you can't stop me my faithfulness to you is not because of you and I, and I, and I agree with you He's a, he's a type of person. How many minutes does it take to fornicate with a girl? To take a girl to a bush somewhere and do whatever you want to do. Can you lift your two hands and ask the Lord to help you to be who you ought to be? We are stopping the hypocritical Christian life and making ourselves genuine good trees. Lift your hands and pray. He's a 30 year old man. He's working. He can't marry. He cannot marry. He's not even a correct person. He cannot find a wife. Then a pastor finds a girl and forces the girl on him to marry. It's all rubbish. It's all rubbish. Lift your hands and pray. Make the tree good. We are going to Mampa on Wednesday to make the tree good. Yes, that one there, I, I, I'm interested. Manufacturing of trees, I'm interested. We are going to manufacture good trees. We are going to manufacture good trees. And watch how the fruits effortlessly will be pouring out. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Please go. I hope this time, she will do what is right. Please go. Clap your hands. We're having communion. How many of you even understand what communion is about? How many of you understand? You're about to take bread, take wine, eat and drink. How many of you understand what it is? What, what, what are you doing? Because the leader who brought you will not even sit down and teach you that there's communion and communion. He himself doesn't know what it's about. 
But the night before Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And he took the bread and said, take and eat. This is my body. So the bread we are holding represents the body of, of Christ. So it's not whether you are in your period. It's not about whether you are in your period. When you are eating the bread, you are, you are actually eating and making the body of Christ a part of your life. Say the body of Christ. I'm a Christian. And the body of Christ is important to me. He said, take it. This is my body, which was broken. Then he took the cup also. Let's eat the bread. And he said, this is the blood. The blood of the covenant. The blood that was shed. And he said, as often as you do eat and drink, you remember. Because sometimes you can forget that somebody has died for you. Many of you have forgotten that Jesus died. For you, church is a building somebody put up and you enter and sing songs and a man preaches, you give an offering. But we are here because somebody died. We are a product of somebody shedding his blood. Say the blood of Jesus. Say, I now remember the blood of Jesus. I remember his sacrifice. It's on my mind. The blood of Jesus. Drink it and remember that he died for you. It will help you to break up with that man. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.